0: It's finally back, your Sussex by the Sea podcast. I'm your host Chris Laverick, and this is episode 30, and it's a packed, super Sammy Adams special in ode to this utter legend's upcoming testimonial. We talk all things Sammy Adams with Hastings boss Chris Agata, with just a little bit about pre-season and Aggie trying to compete with Ben Pope for debonair hairstyles. Then we hand it over to the four tops themselves, Craig Stone. Jack Dixon, Sean Ray and Kenny Pogue all talk about the great man. After all that, we have Adam Smith for the HUISC talking what the supporters club's been up to and what's next. Then the very heartfelt final words on Sammy Adams, coming from our very own John Gallagher. Enjoy Hastings fans, over to our Supremo, Chris Agata. I um, just wanted to just kick, kick it off with just about pre-season, just how you, how you feel it's shaping up. So now you've got the boys back. Yeah, good. Uh been back in
1: on the 5th of July. So we've only been back in a couple of weeks. Um, played three games, won three games, uh, but it doesn't really mean anything at the minute. Um, main thing is is getting people back used to playing football again, um, especially the older ones. Obviously, the, a lot of the younger ones have been part of the, the college programme, so they they've been busy and stayed active and stayed familiar with the ball. But a lot of the older ones obviously just need to get back used to it again. So, um, and on top of that is um, minutes on the pitch, competitive minutes, uh, whilst making sure we don't get any injuries. So, and touch wood at the moment,
0: we're, we're all right on that front. It's funny, when I went to the upfield game, um, I was thinking, uh, Ollie Black's trying to injure himself, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was there. It was in that Ollie Black zone. Do you know what you're like yeah. he's gonna, he, he's gonna go flying in, and uh, yeah, he, he just got fresh air there, didn't he? But um, yeah, not the, the first start, time either. No, no, and I'm sure it won't be the last. No, no. Um, just to say, come a couple of the younger lads that were playing. Like there was obviously Freddie, um, who oh, oh, I personally, and well, the, the the few of us that were there, very impressed with. For a first game, particularly in those conditions, yeah. Um, and that young Jamal came, I thought, came back into in the second half. I thought he started putting himself around a bit more. So I mean, there's there's quite a number of great little young players coming through. I mean, it's
1: uh... yeah, yeah, as um a real good supply and a real good group of players year on year that um, we're we're spoiled with from the academy. And it, it's 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 um it's more a case of where the opportunity arises within the first-team squad rather than who the best player is. Mm. Um, because I think there's there's up to 10, 15 players that are probably nearly ready for first-team football certainly could be trusted in a first-team environment. But obviously, where where the first team have done so well last couple yeah. of years, there's not much room at the inn. Um, and, you know, it's obviously we've had a couple that have moved on to a higher level which has obviously opened up a couple of opportunities mm. but um, for example like with Jake um, going it gives us an opportunity to bring a, a defensive player in from the academy um, now whether or not that's the best player that we've got or the next best player in the academy we're not sure but um, if that's where the opportunity opens up it, you know it is what it is
0: really I mean it's it's, it's nice that you're trusting the players you know like the, the fact that you're you're throwing them in um well you're not even fr- actually I'll take that back you're not throwing them in, are you i mean it's they're just fitting straight in and they don't look out of place i mean as I say, Freddie did not look out of place at all, and that no. particular- i mean i didn't I didn't see the other game, but like um the upfield game, the horrendous conditions I'm amazed that game got played, but I know it was pre-season and you know it's yeah he's helping everyone else out yeah uh, i it's a proper tenacity on the lad and um he he's got a shot on him. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's done really well. Uh, I mean, but in
1: terms of the lads fitting in, uh, this is the, the advantage of all the first team staff working, um, working across the 23s, 19s and 18s is that the lads are already familiar with a lot of the ideas that we have at first team level. So it helps um, their transition if and when that happens too two first thing but most importantly we've got really good young players as i said it's it's, uh, it's it, it can be frustrating for some younger players at the club because as i said there's a lot of quality there and mm. a lot of them are you know certainly could be trusted it's just where the opportunities arise within the first team so um but yeah what we you know we are we are really confident in the fact that if we did get injuries or if we lost players rather than has to look outside the club we can we can look within the club, which is what we've been working towards for the last sort of three or four years since we've been there. Well,
0: so right, what is the mood in the camp? Right, are we smashing it? Are we smashing it this season? Uh,
1: it's, it's it's all business, to be fair. It's um, it, it's is a lot of hunger. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of winning fuel in there off the back of what we've we've been through. Uh, confidence as well, because we know when you see the fixtures come out and you see all them them teams there, we can sort of look back and go, well, we've beaten them. We've mm. taken points off them. Um, so um, confidence, but not arrogance, definitely. Um, also, um, even more, I mean, when I saw the fixtures come out, initially I was really excited and thought, brilliant, here we go again. It sort yeah. of brings it to life. But then also part of me did think, cross, are we still playing these teams? Yeah. Um, which is frustrating. But again, like for me personally, and I know I'm sure it's the same with the lads, it's the same for the staff as well. So it's very much a case of, um, you know, obviously I'm sure there's frustration at playing the same teams again, but also we can take confidence from it. And also it's, you know, give, makes us more determined to get it done again.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: but what, you know, I've had a few people sort of say, oh, you know, Haitians will smash it or Haitians will win it. And I'm, keen to point out to people that what we've done in the last two years is really difficult Um, and if it was that easy Hastings would have gone up a few years ago and they spent a lot more money than what they do now if I'm Mm. being brutally honest Um, so we can't uh, what we can't do is and we're not um, getting carried away by any stretch in terms of what the task is like in front of us we know how hard it is um, but what we've experienced, I think, only puts us in good stead. And I, I think with a different type of manager and different players, complacency could potentially uh, step in or slip into the camp. But mm. where I'm the way I am and the, the way the lads are, the way they are, mm. it doesn't really... It's not It's not really on the agenda, really. It's just a case of first game home-bay, brilliant, um, three points that's what we'll work towards. And then the next
0: game, then the next game. Now, yeah, you, well, you've got the, the Jose stare now. Are you, when I was, when I was at the upfield game, I was having I was a look and we didn't start particularly well, but I mean, it doesn't matter. It's pretty <laughs> And I could see you looking like, ee, and yeah, I could see you didn't need to say much, but. Um,
1: uh, I'm getting more mellow now as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah much more mellow. Yeah. Nice. No, it's it, it, it's uh, yeah. It's the thing is as well, we, I like to think that I'm learning and, and on an upward curve as much as we've got brilliant young players. I'm still young and or relatively young and inexperienced at what I do. So hopefully um, I'm in a better position and to to manage the team than what I was nine months ago or whenever it was. Yeah, you
0: forget now. We've just had two years of... Uh... Yeah. Wow. Well, OK, well, now moving on a bit, uh, Chris, let's talk about the great Sammy Adams uh, yeah. testimonial coming up yeah uh, what, what 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 are your thoughts on the man um, well, in the first
1: there was a reason that in the first training session after I become or was named manager, he was named club captain um, he's uh, humble hardworking committed honest. Uh, what you see is what you get, doesn't tell you what you want to hear, doesn't tell his teammates what they want to hear, tells them what he thinks they need to hear,
0: mm.
1: good, bad, or indifferent. Um, leads by example, in terms of his attitude and desire, uh, is an all-round really good bloke um, yeah. and someone that um, I personally hope would become a, a lifelong friend no matter what happens in terms of how long he plays and how long we're together, um, he's, he's, he's an absolute monster of a of a footballer but an even better person. So in terms of you know what he's achieved as well is that amount of games, especially when you see year in, year out, you see the same players but at different clubs. Mm. Some you know, some players get four, you know, especially a few of the lads from Kent, you know, that some of them work you know, work through four clubs a season, and uh, you think Sam Adams, the amount of appearances he's had, is incredible. So um, repaying his loyalty. Um, there's so many. I could sit here for 20 minutes and just talk about Sam uh, and why he deserves it. But I think, I think uh,
0: he's sort of. I think the stats speak for themselves. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, from 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 obviously from a humble fan point of view, uh, you know he's just such a uh, consistently good player. You can see how he marshals the team when he's on the pitch, and got a great little free kick on him, and and yeah. you know just got so many happy memories. Um, all, all the goals he's got, and all the vital yeah. challenges, and they're bloody. Hell. I mean, it's just, um, yeah,
1: well, this, it's the things you don't see as well. Is he never not trains? He's always there he always stays behind, he always gets there early, he always comes up to the office to chat, he always as I said, stays behind, like last night we were having dinner after training mm. uh, and he's the one player that goes around tidying up all the plates and cleaning up and just making sure the pilot bar is left how it was found. Um, it's just, just by the way he conducts himself, he sets mm. a standard and he doesn't need to try, I mean people talk about standards and Culture and values and stuff like that, and, um, and I think sometimes there's a lot of people that talk of the game but don't yeah. live it. Whereas he, just the person he is, um, sets a standard for the rest of the group. It's almost a bit sadly, it's old school type of behaviour that um, yeah. I think unfortunately is getting lost a little bit in modern society. And I, I think it's it's great for the younger players and, and the senior players just to see him leading from the front. Yeah. Not just on the pitch, but also off the pitch as
0: well in in terms of leadership, do you ever think he might look to go coaching or at all? do you think there's any of that in him well i've
1: i've said to him i've said to him about uh joining us yeah. oh yeah I've, we I've spoke about it um a couple of times and originally he said no uh not interested in doing that um but from a you know before that i would i would never i would never move. Sam Adams on, he would, you know, all the time Sammy wants to play, he'll play. Um, mm-hmm. Even if he's 45, you know, and I was still manager in 10 years time, which as far fetched as that sound, I genuinely, I, I would still, if he wanted to play, I'm sure mm-hmm. he'd still be able to run around and and produce what he does. So um, all the time he wants to play, he'll be out there. Um, and as I said, we spoke about, we spoke about the, the player Potentially a player coach and stuff like that. And originally he said no, but for the first time, because we spoke about, um, you know, he might not thank me for saying it, but Sammy said that if we will, if and when we win the league this year, that'll be him done. Mm.
2: Um,
1: it, you know, and I, and he said it for the last three years win the league this year and we're done, or he's done. Um, and so, and he did say for the first time the other day that if we won it this year, then he'd look to uh, carry on at the club if we'd have him and stuff like that. Oh, so there's nice. a yeah. coaching role. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I think uh, I think he could definitely do it. Um, you know,
0: it's uh, it's I don't think there's much that he can't do, to be honest. No, it will. Yeah, well, where we are, us humble fans hope that he does stay on. F- thanks for that, Ags. First, no, that, I, I can't leave you without asking you about this Ben Pope hair that you've got now. What's, what's Ben Pope? It's not yeah, Ben Pope. But, yet. No. That, well, it was the angle. It was that little angle there. No problem. Because so I've mate, got it's, the window
1: behind me. Yeah, Is oh, that that's it. Better? Oh no, that's Ben. Yeah. Okay. No, it's not. It's not quite Ben. It's definitely not Ben Pope. Please don't tell me that. Much. <laughs> don't tell him I said that either. I can't pull off his haircut. <laughs> uh, it was long. Did you see, when it, when it was long a couple of weeks ago.
0: Uh, I don't know. I can't remember the last time I did an uh, interview with you. You had proper mad hair at that day. So well, I'm it
1: was a it was a fight with me on Twitter, and it looked like I'd stolen a football kit. <laughs> I looked like I should have been in it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
1: so I got it cut. I do that. I grow it long, and then I think I look alright. Then I see a photo, or my wife tells me you look horrific, and then I think I need to change it. Then I get my hair cut. I
0: think I not too bad, so. <laughs> No, yeah. no, it's looking tidy, mate, looking tidy. Yeah, but, sorry. It's because I had the window behind me, sorry. Yeah, I'm, you know, it's, it's an honest mistake to make.
1: No, that's right.
0: <laughs> no, um, no, thanks ever so much, Chris. And, um, well, um, looking forward to to football.
1: Yeah, definitely. It'll be good to see everyone. I can't wait for the first home game, just to yeah. see everyone there. And, um, and just to get, you know, when we saw the, when the Hastings, Hosted the uh, the England games the other week with the yeah. uh, with the the big screen um, and just gets your buzz back for yeah it, it was funny every time they sung the Gareth Southgate song I was waiting for that you were yeah. wearing jeans bit. and yeah. I was like and every time oh,
0: no, I've genuinely I missed was in it. that I was in that crowd and I was like Oi I said that's song we we singing this for oh, I did I did want to say something but there was an awful
1: lot more of them than me so I thought yeah. I better, not, I better <laughs> not do
0: it alright mate well listen look, take care and um, well we're looking forward to football aren't we So, I'll, well I'll see you soon yeah well you will see us soon alright and you take Good. care Chris cheers Chris bye. take care bye bye and now over to Sean Ray Sean yes hey, Sean sir Sam Adams testimonial coming up a well deserved yep. testimonial your, your, your thoughts on Sam oh on the football pitch or off the football pitch uh, on the football pitch if you want um I would
3: say absolute winner. Dedicated, hard working, humble as well. And just yeah, just an all round what I'd like to call good guy, really. He's got a great attitude. Trains hard, plays hard, and he's great to have on your side.
0: Yeah. And and uh, as you said, off the pitch, I mean I've heard I don't know the man off the pitch. I've heard lots of good things about him off the pitch. So I mean yours. Yeah, you should you probably wouldn't
3: I don't think you'd find anybody really that's got a bad word to say about him. He's uh He's humble off the football pitch as well. He's a really good lad. He's a a grafter, uh, works hard and he looks after his family. He's got a lovely family. And yeah, that's that's his life really, is his family. So yeah, but a really, really top lad, top lad. And I've had the privilege of playing alongside him. I've had the privilege of playing against him and I've also had the privilege of managing him, although only for a few games. Yeah, and he's definitely, definitely the sort of player that you want in your changing room. And I'm sure Aggie would tell you exactly the same thing. Mm. He's probably more old school in the fact that he's not afraid to say his piece in the changing room, and if people are not pulling their weight, he soon tell them. Mm. But he's also, also one of the nicest people you can have as well.
0: I mean, when did you first meet him then?
3: Sure. I think, you? I think I'm right in saying he was about 17 when he first came over. And he was fresh out of Tackleway, I believe, at the time. He was about 17. I saw him play a cup final up at the Furs. Yeah. Uh, just as he was finishing under-16 football, I believe. And um, I saw straight away, I was talking to a couple of people and said he looks a great football player. And then, obviously, Neville Southall brought him over and in into Hastings and just had so much talent. But I think Sammy's biggest problem when he was younger was that he could play in so many positions that nobody really knew where his best one was. And he, and he was, you know, his played in lots of different positions himself and he'll always tell you when he was younger he wanted to be a centre forward but sometimes he played right midfield centre midfield played in the 10 played up front he's uh but he just got on with the job got on with it
0: and yeah like I say and then I've well I've stayed friends with him ever since hmm. well so I mean what have you got any like favourite moments on the pitch with him on the pitch just I always remember the Dover game the semi-final he
3: got sent off after about 15 minutes <laughs> Um, and you could see he was absolutely distraught mm. uh, at that time. But then, obviously, after the game, because we still went on and won, he got to experience still that that positive side of it. Yeah. And um, and I just always remember him, especially when he was younger, just the goals that he scored. Mm. I'm sure it was I want to say Dulwich Hamlet at home. He was right out on the right hand touch line, about 30 yards out, and he just drilled it straight into the top corner. Yeah, he's got a, and, um, he got a shot on. Us, him, hasn't he? Oh, unbelievable! And it's probably it's, it's one of the best goals I've seen. Um, but I've just I've just shared so many good times with him on the football pitch, um, and bad times and bad times. But it's the bad times that obviously makes you stronger, and mm. brings you closer together. But yeah, just what an absolute incredible football player, an incredible guy.
0: Yeah, you got any um, got any, any 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 funny moments that are. You're willing to tell us? <laughs> God,
3: do you know what? I can't off the top of my head. I can't really think of any, to be oh. honest. Just have so many. He's just always laughing and joking, mm. Sammy. You know, he always wants to be a part of the fun, and he's just, yeah, he's just like I say. I mean, Aggie, I'd tell you exactly the same. Absolutely lucky to have him, because um, mm. I'm sure, I'm sure, he could have gone on a lot higher, especially you know, when he was younger. Mm. Um, I always remember when I left and went to Ashford. Uh, um, they tried to sign him as well, but he was on contract at the time, and uh, they couldn't agree a fee with the club. But I was desperate for him to come over with us. And uh, it's just wherever I went, you just want people like Sammy around yeah. you. And, and that's why when I was manager, it was one of the first things I tried to do was get him back in.
0: Yeah.
3: He's just... Yeah, that's probably the biggest respect you can you can pay to him, is the fact that, you know, one of the first players I wanted to sign was Sam. Um, didn't quite work out, but I got him later on. That was the main thing. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, he's just... Yeah, just like I said,
2: incredible human as well.
0: Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, your, what are your thoughts on his future? Because he obviously has got he's got a few, uh, at least a few years left in him. Um, yeah. But do you feel like he might look to go into coaching? Or I hope so.
3: I really hope so. And whether that's in a first team environment or whether it's in an academy environment, he's definitely got something to give. Mm. Um, you think all them years of playing at a good level and you know some people think it's easy just to turn up and play 600 games you know at a non-league level across five or six different clubs is hard enough but to do it for one club yeah, is absolutely amazing and that takes some sheer resilience you've got to have that because that's a few years you know that he's totting up there and when you're working and you've got a young family mm. you know especially in the winter when it's hard and you're travelling away, you know, and you're getting home at one, one o'clock in the morning. Then you're getting up for work at six. Yeah. It's hard going. It's really, really hard going. So you've got to have a lot of resilience in you to do that. And it just sums his mentality up that he's done it for that amount of time at such a good level.
0: Yeah.
3: Um, But he's definitely, definitely got so much to offer. He's, he's probably still got another year or two. You look at him and, again, I'll keep going back to Aggie. probably tell you he's one of the fittest, I expect, because he always has been. He's yeah. probably one of the fittest still around the club now. I'd imagine he still absolutely loves his football and lives for it, so he's probably got another year or two of playing, but if I was Aggie, or if I was Ben White, I'd be talking to Sam now about bringing him onto the coaching side of it, whether that's first team or in the academy, 100%. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I know, I mean, us us slowly fans, we're all really looking forward to this Tuesday, I mean, it's going to be special, Uh, you know, playing the Spurs as well, I mean, it's obviously Sammy's club. And yep. you know, just should should, oh, it should be a really it. nice of him. Absolutely,
3: As if you know people like you know Sam, 600 odd games, absolutely fully deserves uh, this night. And I just hope that he gets the turnout that he deserves. And then, like I said before, I just hope that he does get involved in the coaching side of it because you're a youngster coming through the academy. What a person to look up to if he's yeah. coaching you Yeah, You know, it's, um, yeah, so I really hope that, but I just hope
0: Tuesday night goes as well as what he wants it to. Yeah, well, we're all cross fingers with that. Well, listen, um, Sean, thanks for your time, and thanks for your thoughts on Sammy. You're welcome, mate. And here's Kenny Pogue. Hello, mate. Hello, Kenny. How are we doing, fella? I'm very well, yourself? Yeah, I'm I'm at work, but other than that... um, Kenny, you know, again, it's lovely to, to uh, have you on. I mean, just, I mean, what what, what can you say about Sammy? It's
2: an absolute wrong model, isn't it? Everything about him. Um, on, on and off the pitch. Yeah, everything about him, mate. Um, it's the sort of player you want in the team, in the dressing room. Yeah, do you know what I mean? he goes through brick walls for you. Um, and he sort of carries himself the same way uh, outside of football. Obviously, I'm, I'm close with him and his family. I've been for years and years my wife's very close with his wife
0: oh, right. um, so we're around each other a lot
2: and I reckon in 16 years we've probably had one one argument so it's just one of the guys we just, just, just seem to click and get on but yeah like I said in regards to football um, he's just everything he wanted to play uh, yeah. he could do everything literally do everything I've, I've seen him score so like the outrageous goals yeah. I've seen him do things in the
0: football it's just it's, it's, it's crazy how he's never really played a League football is, is a bit beyond me, but yeah, no, he's, uh, he's something else to give. Yeah, so I mean, when did you? When when was the first time you met him then, Kenny? When was that?
2: First time I actually played against him. Um, so I was playing for London FA and he was playing for Sussex. Oh, right. Obviously, before I moved down here, um, and I think we beat him three two. Uh, I won't say how I many i scored, and then we scored. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we both we both played um Against each other, i still got the match program indoors this day.
0: Of oh, and what the, uh, really? Uh, in, him in the Sussex team and me in the London FA team. Yeah, so that's how. That's the first sign. I've ever seen We played at um, Lansing, I think it was, and this is going back when I was fifteen. So Sam right. must have been fifteen as well. Yeah, I mean, did you put did you put a few challenges in on him or what? I mean, um, did you test him out. To be honest, I don't think there's any of that. I
2: just know. I just know that scored in that bad, does <laughs> And then, like I say, we, when I moved down here and went to Hastings Under-18s, I think. Yeah, that's where I first went to, yeah. Uh, that's where I bumped into. I remember the first training session. I, um, I can't remember what I went to. I went to someone and I see this bloke in an old Nike TN hat, pulled yeah. really tight. Um, he had Reebok Classics on, I think. And I just went to look at him. But, uh, this kid? And then, before you know it... She, it, He just, about um, every single shot, top of the corner, <laughs> literally with his left foot, right foot, and I just thought, wow, I <laughs> doesn't anything like it. He was literally on unplayable as a kid, he just scored from anywhere, just literally took the piss out of people. Mm.
0: Well, I mean, what's any, any particular favourite moments, Kenny, when you've been on the pitch with him?
2: I've been sent off because of him. <laughs> um, <laughs> When we was younger, I think my mum even come down for the weekend to watch. Yeah. And we kicked off, and Sammy decided to shoot from the centre circle and score, <laughs> um, But he, um,
0: the referee, didn't think it went in, so the referee went and asked their goalkeeper if it went in. Hey, eh? really?
2: Because it went through the net. It went through the net and out the other side.
0: Uh uh-huh.
2: So obviously he's gone to ask the goalkeeper if did it go in. He said he said no. Um, And did give the goal. So I've gone absolutely crazy and maybe two over the top and decided the referee decided to send me off. So that was one of them. But like I say, I've probably played 200 games with Sam. So there's quite a few (laughs) incidents and moments we've had together. But
4: um,
2: yeah, I mean, there's always some sort of story to tell. But um, no, on a whole, mate, it's just been a pleasure to play with him.
0: Yeah, I mean, what do you think also about his, his future? Where do you see him? Do you, do, you, do you see him going into a little bit of the coaching as well? or? Um,
2: yeah, I can't see why not. I mean, obviously, the experience he's gained over the years and the amount of games he's played possibly might be a bit of a waste just to leave it there. But then again, he's got another baby and kids and you know, he might be looking forward to spending time with the family. But yeah. I'm pretty sure you won't see the end of Sam to some sort of extent. I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll be back somewhere along the line. I think. Oh, mate, uh, honestly, he deserves. He deserves all the coolest he gets, mate. He, uh, uh, to play that many games for one club is. I mean, you know yourself in, in non-league football. a lot of People jump at the chance. Yeah, exactly. um, To go somewhere else or ten or more. Or, I mean, it's just what happens, isn't it? And I know we had a spell at Hives together, which was enjoyable, but just to play for your local town and club, it's, um, it means a lot more than anything else. And for the way he's done it,
0: yeah. Um,
2: it's, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, thank you, mate. yeah. Well, uh, thanks for your thoughts on Sammy there, Kenny. Uh, 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 take care and have a good afternoon, all right? Yeah, sweet mate, take care. Yeah, see you, mate. See you again. See you, pal. Bye-bye. And here's Dicko himself, Jack Dixon. Uh, this is the uh, super. This is this is Dicko. Dicko is, is, is on the podcast. Um, Jack Dixon, as you say, a few words for Sammy, just yeah, your thoughts, your thoughts on the man.
5: Yeah, obviously he's, he's a good friend of mine. I've Known him a long, long time. Playing with him um, as I was a younger kid coming up, and just being associated with Hastings and Rye. You know, I, I've i I've, I've always admired Sammy, uh, not only as a player but as a mate as well. So, uh, and he's at the stage of his career where he deserves his his big day, and especially with Tottenham being a Tottenham fan. And uh, I'm really pleased for him to be honest with you. It's you know, if you, if you love Hastings and know Hastings, everybody knows what Sammy is, what, what he stands for and what he's about. And everyone knows the kind of player he is and the kind of bloke he is as well off the pitch. So, yeah, I'm really pleased he's getting his big day. I'm happy to be a part of it like the players are as well. And I'm sure it'll be a good time for him and his family to be there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when when did you first meet him? When Can you remember the initial... First meeting I, I must
5: have been probably 16, 17 maybe, coming through the ranks at Hastings. I think he must have been playing under Tony Dolby at the time at Hastings. Um, yeah, he was obviously a, a big player, a young player. He was a few years older than me. I think it's five years, five or six years older than me. But, you know, I knew, knew what he was about straight away. You can see the kind of player he is. He's a leader on and off the pitch. You know, as a young player as well, being there and, being a vice-captain to him now at the club and seeing how he is with the young players coming through now. He was exactly the same as these ones, as he was with me. Mm. Approachable, you know, leads by example. You could feel comfortable talking to him about about stuff on the pitch, but equally, if you do something wrong, he'll dig you out for it. And he's known for that and, and and. that picks you up as well you know if you learn to take it and you want to progress in football you've got to learn to take a bit of a bollock in yeah. sometimes learn <laughs> something wrong doesn't matter what level of football you're playing at and Sammy does that you know he ticks all the boxes for the right person to, to captain the club and you know off the pitch as well he's just a top guy and a family man so as good as a guy as, as you can get pretty much I'd say in my opinion of Sammy oh,
0: I, do. I mean you've got any favourite favourite moments at all
5: trying to think favourite moments to date a, a, lo- a lot of my memories of Sammy have always been either playing against him um, You know, he, he's had spells outside of Hastings yeah. got his testimonial so it's crazy to think he's played the amount of games he has and despite having a few seasons elsewhere mm. at Hive and Hawaii, I've always loved playing with Sammy I've always loved playing against Sammy and you know, he'll tell you sometimes he's hated playing against me because of the imagine. character I am <laughs> uh, and you know what I do on the pitch yeah. and you know wanting to win all the time and mm. I'm sure Sammy will tell you but I love playing with Sammy I know that you know exactly what you're going to get every week you're going to get someone that's going to go to war for you on the pitch and he's going to lead by example and he'll give you 100% and all the players without me saying that with Sam mm.
2: they know
5: exactly what they're getting with Sam most particular standout moments to be honest with you with Sam I just think every every opportunity that young players get coming through the through the ranks now with Chris bringing them in and his mates as well you know me and Kenny are quite close to Sammy some other lads are quite close to him just appreciate every chance you get to play with players like Sammy and blokes like Sammy because they're rare these days to play with your mates and to play with the type kind of player that Sammy is mm. you know on the front foot and being a leader it is rare so um, yeah, so my one bit of advice would be to young lads is to just learn from him. He's, he's approachable, speak to him, he's a good guy. Yeah, take it all take it all on board.
0: Yeah, I just, just want to ask one other question, which was just the thoughts on his future. Like, you know, he's still got uh, he's still got years left in him, if he wants to. Um 100%. but uh, he's been
5: saying for years, look you know, this is my last year, it's my last year, but I'm not even joking. Every time we come <laughs> back to his he's, he's one bit as blokes. Um, he he's just naturally fit. It, he could he could have six months off, six years off, come back and still be box to box. It's just mm. the way he is, it's the way he's built. You know, he, he keeps himself fit during the season. He goes for the odd run here or there, even if he has six weeks off, it was like he was playing yesterday. Do you know what I mean? He's mm. just one of them guys. So um Sammy could play as long as Sammy wants to play. Um, obviously he's got a big family now, a young family. If things get difficult for him to continue, then I'm sure he'll make the decision to do it. But if he doesn't, and Chris will back me up in saying this, he'll he can play at this level for as long as he wants. That is no joke. Like he can yeah. honestly play until he was 40, and I look up to him in in that sense. You know, I'm only 30 now, but you know, similar position on the pitch to Sammy. I love the club and love playing football every week as much as Sammy does. It's our release. Mm. And I look up to Sammy as probably what, for example, players would look up to James Milner. He, he just plays every week. And, yeah. you know, he's 35, you know, 36 next year. You just want to play as long as you can for, mm. you know, at the best level you can. Um, because once it's gone, you know, you'll, you'll miss it and it'll be like a big hole missing in your life. And I'm sure Sammy will make the right decision. But when you know, when it is it's time for him to hang up his boots, will be right for him. But mm. from what I've seen over the years, Sammy can go for as long as he wants.
0: Yeah, not so, any time soon, is, definitely.
5: No, definitely. Definitely. It's you know, it's a big year for us at the club. Absolutely. You know, everyone make no noise about it. We've we've had two disappointing seasons. You know, ultimately we've had two potential promotions taken from us and there's unfinished business there. And Sammy as well as the other older players, you know, Gary Elfick, they're all looking over their shoulder, I'm sure, and they all feel the same way. So Yeah, just Sammy just needs to enjoy his football this year and not think about whether it's this year or next year or the year after that he wants to finish. He's just got to enjoy every minute of it. And um, I'm sure on Tuesday, for his testimonial, he will. And he'll get the the day he deserves in front of his friends and family. It'll be a good day for the club as well.
0: Excellent. Well, thanks very much for that, Jack. Appreciate it. You're welcome. A great pleasure to be speaking with Craig Stone. I'll kick straight into it, Craig. So, Craig, who... Yeah, you know us fans we think you know you are our mountain at the back right before we get your thoughts on the magnificent Sammy Adams right I must yep. ask you what club was that out of your bag that you used for your goal against Eastbourne well uh, um, it
2: was probably
4: I would say uh, a 9-9 I think yeah <laughs> well, it a little pitching wedge. I pulled that one out and had to, had to use that one I
0: think that was a beauty yeah, yeah it was
4: nice wasn't it yeah it seemed like uh, I needed to be fair. I mean, I was struggling a little bit with my quad, funny enough. I was I training my quads from early on in the game, so I was a little bit cautious with doing it. And I think that's why it was, it was more of a dust touch than it was really sort of over here, because I, I was a little bit concerned about my quad So I, I gave it a little mess on it, and it just yeah dropped nicely. To be fair, because i quite okay. really
0: a Oh, yeah, it was, it was. a beauty. Yeah,
4: and so, no, was just it was decent. I enjoyed it. One of the best ones in there. One of the best ones they've scored. I scored a similar one at Eastbourne when I was uh, when I was there as well. I was talking to um, it was on my Facebook and Jamie Taylor. It was with say a say similar one when uh, I played against Tavern at yeah. Eastbourne. It's similar stuff. You know. So at least it proves that I meant to do it and I've done it more than
0: once. Yeah. Yeah, well, you're, you're We all think you're a class actor. Anyway, get going on because we we got this great Sammy Adams testimonial coming up. As we're trying to get a few people's thoughts on the great man, we we all love him from a fan's perspective. But see, just your thoughts on on you know being around Sammy. Yeah, I mean, I've only you know I've
4: only known him for a couple of years now since the first time she joined. Hey, I didn't. I didn't know Stanley before that because he'd he'd been sort of on the coast and and down at Hastings all his life, so I hadn't really come across him too much. Hastings wasn't really a team that I played against uh, very often, and I hadn't really sort of come across him on the circuit. But you know, from from the first day, you know, you can just you can just tell he's just a a genuinely really good guy, and he's what I would call a an old school type of character where. He, he just constantly sets examples and even I uh, had a conversation yesterday I was saying uh, like you know, we were doing a certain stretch that Bobby was getting us to do and after <laughs> I said I'm 32 I'm starting to get too old for these <laughs> uh, and he was like he was like I only got two years on me and I was like you're like 34 you 35 already yeah. um, you know he just wouldn't think of him because he's the way he trains and the way he He's determined just to make sure that he's the best trainer, the best player, the hunger he's still got to play games of football even at 35 years old is is incredible, really. And he doesn't he doesn't really look like he's slow enough at all at any stage. You know, there's there's not a training session that he misses. Whereas you know, at times me and Gaz need, need a little bit more time out, maybe sometimes. And you know, certainly Adams doesn't. You know, he can just keep going all day long. It doesn't really seem to tire. And he, you know the fans see that every single, every single day, that every single club he plays. But you know, I can assure the fans that it's a training ground thing as well. and he constantly demands more from from other players, and you know if it's, if it's not going right and he doesn't feel the game going the way it should do, he doesn't have a hesitation in telling you that you know, me and me never had a few a few rounds of the pitch <laughs> because he's, he screams at me and I will scream back. You know, and that's, character he is and that's that's what I love about him, that's what is, is important. He's so important for the team and and it's it's important off the pitch, you know, that's the kind of character he is that you just know where you stand with him and there's
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, have you got, I know, as you say, you've only played with him for a few years. Is there any particular favourite moment with him? That's good to hear. I mean, I know with the conversations I've had with people, I mean, yeah, for us fans, we're all fickle and that. I mean, we all love him. But like from the, the players I've spoken to, all of them have got the utmost respect for him and the things that he brings behind the scenes as well as on the pitch. He, he just comes across as, you know, we're just so bloody lucky to have him. Uh, on another note, uh, Craig, anything you're willing to disclose? Any funny moments? Any pranks? Anything that can go outside the dressing room? Or is it hush-hush?
4: I wish there was. To be fair, not like um, he's quite he's sweet quite and clean with what he does. Uh, he'll have a beer, he have a bit of battle with the lads, and, and he'll, he'll, he'll get involved in all that.
0: No, that's, down all, down right, that's football, all right. That's all right. That's all right. Well, listen, look, Craig. Th- thanks for your, thanks for your time, mate. I mean, I know we no all, we're all rooting for a sellout on Tuesday, and like obviously for for Sammy and his family to have a great great night.
4: I'm sure there will be, and I'm right. sure it'd be a great occasion for him. It. Definitely, it's good to have some like Spurs down there as well, and there'll be there'll be plenty of people there for sure
0: i there's already a thousand tickets somewhere, and there'll be a lot more on the door as well, so it'll be really good. No, excellent. Okay, Craig. Well, listen, thanks for your time, mate, and um, no see you at the game. And here's Supporters Club Chairman Adam Smith. Right, I'm joined by the chairman of the HUISC, the never annoying Adam Smith. Um, hello, sir. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm okay. So uh, tell me all the wonderful things going on with the uh, Supporters Club.
6: Well, it's been a long time since we last spoke, so a few things have happened. Uh, First off, we had our AGM a couple of months back. It's our first official one as the new incarnation of the supporters' club, and we were really pleased with the great turnout we had at the Pilot Park.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, Adam. Um, It was very well attended, and uh, I must say, professionally put on, uh, you did a tidy job, mate. Well,
6: between uh, me, you, and... uh, Kev Towner we, we did a great little job there
0: yes uh, yes we yes we, yes you did so yeah okay so AGM and um, um, what what sort of things came out of the AGM Adam
6: well firstly we sort of rounded off last year sort of ended it saying right we've uh, raised an amount and we've as we said throughout the season we've agreed to give an amount of money towards the Hastings United women's team. Yep. we're going to put that towards some equipment they're going to need going into the new season. Excellent. Which is good that we've been able to help out with that. Yep. Moving on to this season, we have chosen to use the Hastings United Pre-Academy as the part of the football
2: club we support. Okay. So what what we're... Basically,
6: going to do with with them, is same sort of idea, so any functions, any events that we put on, there will be a sum of money that we can put towards them at the end of the year for kits and cones and whatever the young kids need to have a kick around on a Saturday morning. That's brilliant. And then also, as part of that, we understand that the pre-academy are going to use the pilot field pitch on match days. And we've also agreed that we're going to help out a bit with that. So after they've had their little kick about, we'll get the pitch ready for Hastings United to play.
0: Is that to stop uh, a certain uh, groundsman from strangling a few people? I, I think so. <laughs> and and to,
6: to maybe put ourselves forward as a new groundsman.
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> no, we couldn't take away the great job Simon does.
0: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They, uh, also, I know, uh, there wasn't there a mention of we're going to help with the club shop in some way?
6: Yeah, the pre-academy are going to use the club shop as their little base. So, as part of the work's going on at the pilot field before the season, uh, we're going to be up there clearing it out and making it all ready for them.
0: Excellent. Very good. Okay, was there anything else from the AGM, Adam? Or
6: um, in, in general, it was... Uh, it was really good. We fielded lots of questions from the fans that turned up. Hopefully we uh, answered a few and people got on board with our vision for the new season. We also had a couple of newspapers there that run up on the AGM and, and what we're all about, which was really nice to actually get some recognition out there into the town mm. and not just within the Hastings United family as such. Yeah. And then uh, to top it off at the end, we had a little Q&A with... Uh, Hastings chief Billy Wood, Yeah. Which uh, which really insightful, really. You know, and it's it's something that we will do a few times throughout the season is get Billy in and just just keep us all informed what's going on with the football club.
0: Oh, excellent. All right. And so moving moving on from the AGM, I, I do believe that we had the Tyne Kiln walk coming up. Why don't you talk about that, Adam?
6: Yeah. Yeah, finally, uh it's something that we've we've wanted to do and, and since we found out that Hastings proposed move was to Tilekiln, um, we thought well, let's raise awareness of this by walking from the pilot field to Tile Kiln.
0: Yeah, and we we also uh, had a, a little football match didn't we, where I'm sure a certain Adam got a couple of goals at the end, didn't he? Uh, I I I believe I got a hat trick <laughs> and the winning goal before you abruptly halted the match so we could drink some champagne. I oh, know, it was excellent stuff. Well, no, no, that,
6: was a, that was a great little day out, boiling hot day. We, we had a good town of, of fans actually all
0: marched up there with our Hastings kits on. Yeah, I've got some and good that, acknowledgement, it, didn't we, in in terms of there was a few beeps of horns and nothing abusive was thrown at us, which was nice.
6: <laughs> there was no Hastings United abuse, and yeah, there was. <laughs> there was a couple of people shouting Hastings and, uh,
2: yeah, beeping horns, and it was it was nice.
0: Leading on from that, then Adam, so we've had the time kill and walk now. Hopefully, that decision's coming back very soon, and it's going to be in our favour. What? Um... Oh yeah. What, what uh, is it? What sort of bits and pieces are the supporters' club lining up as the season kicks off?
4: Right. So
6: to get some interaction with our members, and most importantly, the whole of Hastings United fan base together. We've got a few things that we're gonna be starting up and trialing, seeing how successful we can make them. Mm. Firstly, we are going to run some sort of sabutio tournament.
0: Oh nice, a champion game of all?
6: Oh yes, oh yes. So we're uh, inviting everyone to dust off their uh, players (laughs) and uh, uh, bring them along. We are, we're just in final planning stage of the exact date we're gonna do it. But we are gonna turn the pilot bar into a little Sabutio stadium
0: and uh, have, have a good uh, night of Sabutia sounds a good laugh yeah okay so that's Sabutio anything else Adam
6: yeah we've been we've been approached by a few few of our members saying can we do something darts related so we, we've had a little think about it and um, a kindly Lee Hersey has donated a brand new dart board for the pilot bar so what we're going to do, we're going to, we're going to start up with a, a darts night. We don't know how regular we're going to do it, but hopefully if there's a massive turnout on it, we're going to turn it into something regular and even onto Hastings United darts teams
0: in the local league. Well, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah something yeah. a bit different, but something...
6: It doesn't always have to be football-related to Hastings United. If we can get the name of, of Hastings United and the supporters club out in the town various other avenues then
0: that's something that we want to explore Mm. talking of football then we've also trying to get uh, I hear a a regular football maybe five a side something
6: yeah definitely yeah we we, we've uh, it's something we want to do for a while is host a little five a side tournament so we invite all the Hastings fans to get themselves together get a little team and then we uh, find a pitch for a day and, and have a little tournament yeah. So we're, we're going to do that. And then also, just for uh, something to get us all out, and now now the lockdown's gone and, and we can all do things, we're going to we'll do a regular meet-up once a week, once a fortnight, and have a little kicker out somewhere in the
0: evening. That sounds brilliant. I know, I've, well, I'm, I'm up for that.
6: Yeah, definitely. Well, after our little kicker out of Tyronkill, I, I think we've yeah. uh, I think we've got about 10 of us that want to do it straight away.
0: Well, yeah, and also, I mean, I was, I was, I was robbed, I'd beaten up and kicked, pushed around by, uh, particularly Daryl bullied me, so uh, I need to get vengeance.
6: He
0: was on your team, though, wasn't he? Uh, no, no one's on my team. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you went wrong. Um, yeah, well, okay, well, thanks for your time. Again, no problem. No, no. Obviously, come, you, know, you, you come on again uh, when and if you've got some other bits and pieces planned.
6: Yeah, definitely. What what we're going to do, we're going to definitely use the, the podcast this season as a bit of a an advertising place for when we've decided dates on the darts, on the sabutio, on the football. So definitely keep listening out and we're, uh, we'll let everyone know when we're going to do it. Okay. There's, there's more things throughout the season that, that's going to keep coming. Okay,
0: Adam, Ch- the Chairman Mao of the Supporters Club, I wish you good evening. Good evening, sir. Thank you very much. Right. Just before the outro, I don't normally do requests, but this is Windy John. This is the John Gale. So I make exception for the great man. Here's his thoughts on Sammy. Super Sam, what can you say? The guy's a living legend and above all he's local. In fact, you can't get more local than the son of an old town fisherman. Incidentally, Sam's dad, Jim, was a great midfielder back in his day. I was a year below Jim at school, So saw him play quite a lot. Sam has been an amazing player over the years. Hard but fair. Can only remember him being red carded once. At Dover in the semi-final of the playoffs all those years ago. It was an unfair decision. But ultimately it might have helped the team as they fought like Trojans to get through in an unlikely win that night. Still, that's my best ever away day. The scenes at the end were nuts. Sam was my late dad's favourite player. An absolute hero of his. So you can imagine how my dad felt just before he passed away. They had a burst pipe at home. They called the waterboard. And who should show up? Super Sam. Poor Sam. Probably just wanted to get on with his job, but had dad on his ear. I was very grateful to Sam for getting them fixed though. Dad never stopped talking about Sam when the club arranged for dad to have a special day a few years ago treated rotten, and he got to meet Sam and had his photo taken with him. So yeah, super Sam. Have a great day, mate. You deserve this testimonial. And that's John Gale. Very nice words. And now the outro. That's it for another episode, youth fans. It's so good to be back after so long. And the new season is upon us. All that's left to say is I've been your host Chris Labrick. Hope you have a good week and see you at the game. Especially the Sammy Adams testimonial this Tuesday at the Pilot Field 7.45 kickoff. Be there.